Coast to coast, nonstop action. This is the premier source for National Hockey League news. Scores, highlights, and the Anaheim Ducks. It's time to light the lamp with Alexis Downey. Welcome to Light the Lamp here on Duck Stream, presented by Gettle. I am your host, Alexis Downey. So I know that some people like to say that if your team is winning in preseason, then of course it matters. But if your team is losing, then it doesn't matter. And hey, I'm here to tell you that it matters for the Anaheim Ducks because they have a 3-0 record so far through this preseason. Just five games left to go in their eight-game slate. And it's been fun getting to see all of the young talent through the pipeline that we have in this organization a lot of different guys getting some ice time over those first three games and still quite a bit more to go. And I want to talk about some of those younger guys that have stood out to me so far through these three games, starting with defenseman Olin Zellweger. He's played on a line with veterans Ilya Labushkin and then Radko Gudis. And you have to imagine that getting the chance to be a young player and playing with guys who have plenty of NHL and professional experience is definitely good for your growth. He's been using his speed a lot to create offensive plays, and he even assisted in Wednesday's game on a goal and had two points in his debut on Tuesday up in San Jose, including a goal in the first period. He's also been getting some time on the power play. Well-deserved to see what he can do on that and just really a lot of ice time in general. Another guy that has stood out to me so far has been the youngin, only 19 years old, Nathan Gaucher. He's looked very strong, specifically in Wednesday's game, forechecking and getting to the net, creating scoring chances, and just using his body. You can tell that his size is giving him a bit of an advantage and helping him to get more physical in these games. And the last player I want to talk about is Nikita Nestorenko, a guy that we saw a little bit last season, but this could be, you know, his first full season, depending on where he lands after training camp, but he had an assist on Sunday and then also again in Wednesday's game, playing on the top line on Wednesday with Leo Carlson and Alex Kalorn. And I just think he's been skating well and making a lot of plays. He looks really confident too. I think that's something that has stood out to me and that kind of leads into his play where he looks a little bit more commanding on the ice, just getting comfortable and just being more confident in general. And I think that attitude is suiting him well in this preseason play. So the next preseason game is down in San Diego. I'm really excited for this one with our friends at Pachanga Arena. The team will be playing the LA Kings once again this week. Just a lot of anticipation for this game. I know that tickets are going quick. A lot have been sold. I cannot wait to see the environment that it's going to be on Friday night. So I feel like so far we've heard a decent amount from head coach Greg Cronin through this camp, but maybe not as much from some of these guys that are playing on the ice. And I had some conversations with them over the last couple of weeks, and I thought it would be great to continue sharing those with you guys because I learned a lot about what they were up to over the summer and just how they're getting ready for this upcoming season. So to kick things off today, we have newcomer Radko Gudis. Now, after watching him in his preseason debut on Wednesday night, 
I like this guy. He lights a fire for the Ducks, and he brings really a fun veteran presence I think we need here in Anaheim. And he's a guy, of course, you'd rather play with than have to play against. Certainly a surprise to me a little bit because you see that personality on the ice after watching NHL games. You know what he's like, kind of that toughness and just someone you don't want to mess with. But then off the ice, he's really just a joy to talk to. And I learned a lot from him because he's very open as well. And then the next interview we have for you today is with Ryan Strom and how he's become a bit of a Swifty this summer as a girl dad. I loved getting to learn that from him and just his mentality coming into this second year with the Anaheim Ducks. And then rounding it out is the veteran Adam Henrique, who shared details from his summer, what dad life was like, and a little bit on his annual golf tournament with Brandon Montour and, of course, how he is preparing for the season as well. I hope you enjoy these interviews as much as I did. Take a listen. Another new face to the organization joins us now on Duckstream, Radko Gudis. Radko, thank you so much for joining us. How are you doing today? Thanks for having me. Uh, so far, so good. Just enjoying the uh, getting to know everybody in the organization <laughs> and uh, looking forward to do some more. The stations haven't been too difficult throughout the day, have they? <laughs> no, they haven't. I think uh, most of it is stationary so far, so it's good. <laughs> well, hopefully this is the easiest one for you. <laughs> so far, it sounds like it, yeah. So you just told me right before we got on the headset that you've been here for a little bit, gotten adjusted after that nine-hour time change. Um, what was it like finally coming to Orange County and getting settled in Anaheim? Uh, it was good. Uh, we found a nice place to uh, to rent for the first two months, so we're uh, really happy. We're uh, staying closer to the beach that we're going to be staying, so we took advantage of uh, the kids not going to school yet, so we were at the beach and enjoying the local local weather a little more than uh, usually we would, but um, uh, so, so far the transition has been smoothly, and uh, hopefully we can move into our new home next week and uh, unpack our stuff before the season starts. <laughs> so I'm uh, I'm more focused just on the season, not on the, not the unpacking. <laughs> and also before training camp gets going too. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so last uh, last week before we can do it. So hopefully the movers can bring it as soon as possible. And you mentioned too the kids are in school. How has that transition been for them? Uh, a little hard at the start, but uh, they were looking forward to meet new friends. And uh, my wife did a great job at explaining what it all takes that uh, we're moving from one friends to, to finding new friends and from one school to another. So I, I think the transition has been uh, okay to them. I think uh, they're excited about the new challenge almost, finding new friends and finding uh, new ways to study or different ways than study than in the school they were before. So, um, yeah, I'm happy with the, with the way they've been performing the first few days in the school and hopefully it, uh, it lasts and they're, they're coming home happy. So that's, that's the most important thing. <laughs> and you, I'm sure, have a similar mindset and just new place, new faces and a new challenge for you too. Yeah, 100%. I'm, uh, I'm excited. I'm, uh, I'm happy to or... I was excited to meet everybody. I think I got uh, I think I got everybody now in the organization and uh, slowly building relationships and friendships and uh, I'm looking forward to do more and more and uh, you know getting to know the guys around me. Are you good with remembering names? Terrible. <laughs> so you need everyone to wear a name tag for a little yeah, bit. Yeah, until... it always helps when you have the name tags on the, yeah. on the, on the dry stall and on the other stall. But uh, no, I, I play with a lot of the guys again. So um, I I know who most of the guys are. It's it's more the young guys now too. So mm -hmm. we have a couple of young chick guys that uh, I got to meet today. So I'm, I'm working on that too. So I'm slowly climbing the name ladder, I would say. Lukas Dostal, one of those guys. Uh, I'm assuming you've gotten to meet him too. Yes, he's uh, actually we're staying together. We have uh, oh. we have this little guest house that he's staying at, so we got to know each other pretty well now last few days. So 
Uh, my kids are keeping him busy these afternoons, <laughs> so uh, I think he might be looking forward to moving to the hotel once we move to our house. <laughs> what has it been like getting to know him a little bit more, too, and just him being a part of your, your family, kind of? Yeah, it's, he's been great. He uh, um, he came in. He introduced himself pretty quickly. We were just about to go in a steamer, so most of the kids were naked. So it was a little, uh, little awkward uh, introduction <laughs> to each other, but I think it was pretty funny. My wife uh, enjoyed it a little more because we break down the barriers right away. So uh, uh, he's he's great. He's helping us out. He, uh, he cooked dinner, too. He's uh, not oh. afraid to um, help around the house or even uh, uh, we went to Disney uh, the other day and... Uh, my kids brought back the lightsabers from uh, <laughs> from Star Wars, so he was uh, he was fighting with them with lightsabers. It was, it was pretty good. He's uh, he's a good addition to the house right now. <laughs> was that the first time you guys went to Disney? I'm assuming, or well, did yes, you probably yeah. went in Florida too? Yes, the I didn't. The the, <laughs> the kids did. I'm um, not a fan of uh, theme parks to be honest, but mm. uh, I did it this year just to keep him happy. But uh, yeah, they they uh, went to both, and they, I think they enjoyed all of it. So I I think. Uh, we have some more visits uh, scheduled ahead. <laughs> well, we also have actually a duck stay at Disney when all the mm -hmm. players and we get to be there too. So that's something for, uh, well, I guess kind of for you to look forward mm -hmm. to, even though it is a theme park, but yeah, it is a really I, fun day. I yeah, will tell you. I'm going to have to be looking forward to that. <laughs> yeah. Maybe skip uh, one of those visits and tell them this is coming. So Yes, uh, there you go. There you go. The fam can come too. Uh, you mentioned going to the beach and kind of enjoying some time here already. Mm -hmm. What are some things that you've gotten to do outside of, you know, going to the beach have you gotten to go to any restaurants or see around town some yeah we went to we went to check around the places we're staying in the laguna hill so we um, we checked that area around we uh, we walked around or we drove around um, irvine here where the practice facility is just to just to see where where everything is where the parks are and um uh we we went to the coro de casa to to see what the uh, what it brings there on the golf courses too so we, we've been kind of uh, randomly going to places that we we think we would enjoy and uh, what would we like. I know the the kids are uh, liking to stay active, so we're looking for their sports to play, and so does uh, so so do I and Barbara. So we're just slowly finding the ways what uh, what we can do around. And a uh, couple of the guys have uh, had birthday parties for their kids too, so we oh. we get to see some of the other guys' places as well. So we kind of get the feel of uh, what the group is like and meet the kids and the families and the wives before the even season starts. So it's. Uh, it's fun thing for us right now to get to know everybody and um, um, building building relationships and friendships. So that's that's I would say most important for for me and the family than uh, finding out what better restaurant is. Obviously, <laughs> um, we we found some uh, great restaurants around uh, around us or where the guys are pointing us to go. So um, yeah, just slowly slowly progress. So getting to know everything and uh, yeah, that's what's most fun about this. And you have a pretty important golf match. This weekend too, with some bragging rights on the line, I hear. <laughs> yes, they, uh, the boys are playing this weekend. Unfortunately, I still haven't been able to play golf, so I am still uh, recovering from the from uh, my injury from the summer. But uh, golf is one of the sports that I'm uh, I should not play this summer, so I'm kind of staying away from it. Mm -hmm. But I'm I'm looking forward to um, once I'm get completely healthy to swing the club and uh, enjoy it with the, with the guys and uh, play some bets on, on myself. <laughs> well, with that, I mean, you talk about your health. Uh, where are you at in terms of, you know, just getting towards being, you know, fully healthy and just feeling good? I think we did a couple of major steps last last week. So I started skating and started feeling better, better and better every every day we skated. So it's, it's a progress of uh, getting back into the skating shape more than a gym shape that uh, uh, unfortunately I had to Stay a little longer in the gym than I, than I wanted, more than uh, more than skating. But um, I think it 
it's it's right where it's supposed to be maybe maybe even better so i'm looking forward to start the camp, training camp like uh, no other player no other player so uh hopefully the day one of training camp should be as, as good as possible for me so you'll be able to skate at training camp then yes i i believe so 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 far it's looking like that yes good good uh what has your initial impression of you know great park here and uh, i don't know if you've been to honda center yet but mm -hmm. you've played there but you know yep. what has your initial impression been about the team and just coming here no i visited even honda center and i gotta say it's everything feels very professional everything seems very um set in a set in place to success and everybody's trying to um, help the guys to perform and from the from the coaches down to the uh, medical staff and the uh, equipment staff, they're all they're all on the same page. Feels like they know what they're doing. So it's been nice to be uh, part of professional uh, group like this. And the facility here is unbelievable as well. And it's always sunny outside, so it uh, <laughs> it helps when you look out the window. So it's uh, it's been it's been great so far. Getting to know uh, all the options what we have here to recovery or to to work out and skate. And so uh, it's been it's been pretty pretty impressive so far. Uh, a couple of moments for me here. I remember when I chatted with Robert Haig, he mentioned your name and how you guys mm -hmm. know each other very well. Uh, have you been able to see him yet since you've been here? Yeah, so uh, Robert is the the other person that's staying with me at the, oh, at the house. Oh, so you've got uh, a house full. Uh, yeah, exactly. So <laughs> we we uh, we were fortunate enough to find a place where there's a um, lot of space around. So we, we like people around and we have four kids, so it's... Um, it's not quiet around us, so another two persons around is uh, is not that much, you know. But uh, yeah, we uh, we spoke with each other um, before we actually signed here. Uh, both we uh, we went together to Sweden to see uh, Bruce Springsteen at concert, oh. and then uh, when the draft was happening, I was at Robert's house, and we were ch chatting and talking, and uh, we I guess like uh, he said, we played together in Philly and Florida, and we were mm -hmm. partners for. Uh, a lot of the games that we pl uh, that we uh, played together, and I'm excited for him to have this opportunity as well. And uh, we, uh, during our time in Sweden this summer, we kind of spoke about Anaheim being one of the options, and he also said that he's been talking with Anaheim as well. So it's uh, it's, it was pretty pretty funny, or pretty funny. Uh, I don't know if I can say funny, but it was awesome that he called me a couple of days later. And he's like, "Hey, teammate!" I was, I, was, I was pretty pumped, and <laughs> me and my wife were very excited because uh, we like them. They're they're great people and housemate now too. Yeah, exactly. Housemate <laughs> as well. So they help cooking and they help uh, dealing with the kids sometimes. So it's good. It's good to have another uh, layer of defense at home. Who's been the? <laughs> I love that. Who's been the best chef so far between Lukash and Robert? I don't, uh, but if you don't want to, if you don't want to say, I understand. <laughs> I gotta vote for my wife. She's oh, there you go. There you go. <laughs> I don't want to split these two. You know, I'm yeah. happy they both participate. But they're they're both pretty good. You know, they they both uh, took care of themselves. You know, Lucas uh, spent some time in Finland by himself, and Robert spent some time in the states by himself. So they both mm -hmm. know how to take care of uh, themselves, and it's just extra extra steaks on the barbecue or extra <laughs> extra chicken or something like that so i i think the um the process of cooking i think it's uh, more of a team effort lately because it's nine of us having dinners every day mm -hmm. so it's it's a lot of food i love that that's so awesome well heading into this season i mean it you know, it's it's a big year for the organization as a whole, the 30th anniversary. I've been mentioning to all the guys that have come through today. Just curious to hear what you think about the new jersey. Mm -hmm. I like it. I didn't expect I'm going to like it this much. But, uh, you know, Lucas uh, had his new mask on, too. It's purple. Mm. So it, it looks very good. So I'm excited to play games in that. And apparently we're going to play a lot of games in them. So I'm excited <laughs> to uh, to wear the, the colors. What can you tell fans that are listening that they can expect from you? I mean, 
anyone that's watched you knows your style of play, physical, you know. Uh, but what are you, what are you hoping that fans can see out of you this season? Um, hopefully they're going to enjoy watching me, you know, and uh, the joy in playing hockey, playing hard every shift and not give up uh, any inch and protecting my uh, my teammates. So um, I'm really looking forward to to that and looking forward to the fans enjoying that as well. Hopefully, hopefully there's going to be more more successful as uh, as the future comes in. And like you said, the 30th, uh, 30th season is always uh, a little more special than than the other one. So um, I'm really looking forward and the guys are looking pretty well on the ice. So it's it's fun to be. Um, part of this group that wants to get better and that wants to do more and um, they're not satisfied with what uh, the way they perform past year so it, it's nice to see the growth and uh, the will from the organization that they want to build something and they want to be better uh, from every, every day every day so uh, that's that's what I think the fans are gonna enjoy seeing me uh, trying to lead the lead the way in, in competitiveness and in every day or every shift not giving up so that's uh, that's something I would say I bring all right, Radko, thank you for joining us on Duck Stream. Good luck with the craziness at your house, but enjoy <laughs> it while you can. And uh, well, good luck with training camp and getting back out on the ice. Awesome. Thanks for having me. Ryan Strom joins us now on Duck Stream. Stromer, you're back. How you how you doing? How was your summer? It was good. It was uh, a little too long, um, I think. Judging by the anticipation of all the guys and everyone, everyone seems to be chomping at the bit, ready to go here. So, uh yeah, I mean, it's always obviously nice to have a lot of time to train and get ready for the season, but I think, uh, you know, hockey players want to play, so I think we're ready to go here and uh, excited for a fresh start and, uh, you know, see what the season entails. You know, it's funny. I think about us sitting down last year at Media Day. Now, we now we're here for your second season, so in just being in Anaheim for a year now, you know, what's it like coming back and just your mentality going into the year? Yeah, I mean – I was actually thinking the same thing. It's so much more comfortable the second time around. I mean, just, you know, you, you don't spend the first few weeks just trying to get to know everyone. You come and, you know, hit the ground running. And um, I think just that familiarity and um, just knowing what to expect is huge. I think not only at the rink, but lifestyle-wise too. And I think, um, you know, having less things to worry about off the ice definitely helps you be able to just focus on the ice and how to succeed and how to be the best player you can. And, um, you know, coming in for second year, I think just makes everything easier and, um, you know, really looking forward to the hockey aspect of everything this year. I think that, you know, it's nice that we wiped the slate clean. I think everyone's ready to go. And um, obviously a new field, new coaches and some stuff like that. So ready to go and uh, really optimistic about the season. Have you talked with head coach Greg Cronin much? Yeah, a little bit, a couple of times. I think uh, I actually uh, played for him a couple of years ago That's when right. I was a young guy. So uh, and with the Islanders. So there's a little bit of familiarity there. So I think you know, more of our conversations were built around like the team rather than myself. I think from my standpoint, I know what he expects, what he demands. So I think, you know, that's going to be easy for me to uh, know what the expectations are going to be. So we're just kind of talking about the team and um, what he thinks, what I think, and just how to, you know, you know, take those steps going forward. I think everyone here just looks to take that next step. And uh, we know last year was super frustrating and uh, really just a tough year all in all. I think that, you know, it was just really demoralizing at times coming to the rink day after day just like you know losing games and just you know not feeling like we were kind of getting any traction anywhere so I think you know going into this year everyone's looking forward to that and I know he uh he demands a lot from his players so I'm, I'm really looking forward to that challenge and I think everyone should be you know embracing that challenge with open arms and as far as Pat Verbeek have you had a chance to talk with him much yeah we talked in the summer a couple times um maybe twice I think once he we got a new coach and mm -hmm. um and one other time so um, obviously, you know, as players, it's pretty simple. We don't really need, and especially the older you get to, you don't really need a GM or coach to kind of tell you what to do to prepare for the season. But 
you know, nice to have the communication with uh, some people here. And I think everyone's just looking forward to, like I keep saying, just taking that step. I think everyone um, is really looking forward to wiping that slate clean from last year and just trying to take a step forward and, and uh, you know, you know, have a different taste in everyone's mouth. I think last year was super frustrating. And um, I think from the top down management coaches and players, everyone's got the same goal in mind. And um, that's obviously a, a good thing. How was your training over the summer? It was good. I think uh, last year I came in coming off an injury and coming off only like 10 or 11 weeks of training was really tough. It was mostly just rehab. So, you know, when you're playing catch up for the whole season and um, trying to do maintenance work, still trying to get healthy, you know, through even through Christmas time, even was just tough. And I think to have a, like a long summer, I think, like I mentioned, it was too long, but it was nice for myself to have those time just to, you know, to be able to take some steps forward, not just try to get back to hundred percent. I think when you're playing catch up in the, in the NHL health wise, it's, it's really hard. It's too hard of a league to do that. I think to have a full off season being healthy and be able to, to train and put your best foot forward is, is, is going to be huge for me, especially, you know, as you get a little bit older, you got to have good productive summers and you got to keep getting better. And, um, it's only gets harder and harder. And there's young guys pushing every year to kind of take your spot and, and keep pushing you to get better. And I think it was a great off season for myself. One of the, one of the better ones I've had in a long time. So looking forward to the season and, um, you know, ready to get going, ready to be competitive and to compete and play in some games and, uh, you know, see where we could take this team. Let's talk about some of the fun stuff because last year I remember I asked you what hobbies you were into. And at the time you told me you were into woodworking. Are you still doing that? <laughs> yeah, that kind of got retired a little bit. I realized <laughs> that uh, having two kids under the age of three isn't, it's not really the best hobby. Right. Um, you know, leaving the, some of the tools and stuff around, it didn't really, <laughs> it didn't really go anywhere. But uh, no, I, I think uh, outside of the ring, just a lot of time spent with my kids, to be honest with you, mm -hmm. I think, yeah. You know, being a dad, I, you know, I know it was a big challenge, but I didn't realize how much time it takes out of my day. So um, from, you know, 2.30, 3 o'clock on when I get home from the rink, it's usually just pretty much dad mode. And then uh, when they go to bed, usually it's just uh, walk the dog, play video games. If I have a couple hours or watch football, watch TV, watch a show. And other than that, it's pretty simple for me. So, um, yeah, my, my, my days are pretty consumed now. I wake up with a, a pretty good idea of what's going to happen every day. It's usually the rink and family, so um, which I love. I'm really blessed to have, you know, a great family. And um, but uh, in terms of hobbies, it definitely takes a backseat when you got, when you got young ones. <laughs> Did you guys take any trips this summer? Um, I went to New York uh, twice, actually, once for a wedding, once just for a vacation. And uh, me, my brothers, and my dad actually went on a golf trip. Uh, out. It's like three hours uh, from Halifax up in eastern Canada, and it's called uh, called Cabot Links. It's like a beautiful golf resort out there. So we went out there for a couple of days. So um, we got a couple of small trips in, nothing huge. Mm -hmm. um, obviously, the summer's really tough to get away. And um, for us, I think too, we're, we're traveling so much during the year that you just want to be home. I think, right. uh, anytime you can avoid airports is just a good thing. I think, you know, we get to travel pretty luxuriously, but uh, anytime you can avoid airports and hotels, we try to do it with, <laughs> with all costs. So it was a good summer though. And, uh, you know, nice to reset, regroup and have a good off season and be with family and, uh, feeling really, you know, fresh and rejuvenated, ready to go. Speaking of your brothers, I saw that Dylan just had his second child and, her middle name is Ryan. Yep. How special is that for you? Yeah, it was cool. It was, uh, <laughs> you know, it's, it's funny. I, uh, I was never really an emotional person, but since having kids and stuff, you get a little emotional. And when I, uh, he was on the Eastern time zone, so I was sleeping and I woke up to the text about the new baby and I saw the name and I was pretty, uh, pretty humbled. It was pretty, oh. it was pretty, pretty special. I mean, you know, obviously just to have a healthy child is, a, is an amazing blessing, but to have a, you know, a niece named after me is special. And, um, he sent me a really beautiful message, which meant a lot to me. So we're really close and our kids are really close. And, um, you know, we grew up in a household of three boys. Now we have four, uh, 
four girls in, in total. My, my parents. <laughs> I was have, thinking about that. Yeah. Because all have girls. Yeah, my parents <laughs> have four four uh, granddaughters. So it's uh we're we're polar opposite these days. I think uh, we grew up in a really male dominated environment with hockey and all that crazy stuff. And now it's, you know, dance clothes and pink. <laughs> and uh, my kids are like addicted to Taylor Swift right now. So we're on a huge Taylor Swift kick. So it's uh, my, uh, my, my, my Spotify, my YouTube, my, uh, everything looks different these days. <laughs> so it's, uh, it's great though. We're really lucky. And uh, you know, it's nice. I think for us too, you know, being in the hockey world, we're around, you know, the guys and that atmosphere so much. I think having little girls humbles you and really mm-hmm. brings you back a little bit. And, uh, yeah, we're, we're certainly lucky, but you know, having someone named after you is, uh, one of the biggest honors for sure. I think it was something I did not expect at all. And it's, uh, you know, it's a great tribute, but, uh, yeah, I'm a great uncle. What can I say? <laughs> did your, well, I, I know your daughters are young, but did they get to go to the Taylor Swift concert? No, summer? no. Okay. So that she didn't actually come to Canada, Taylor Swift, yet. That's they right. added the late tour dates, but uh, no, everyone in Canada is on like the wait list. It was, it was weird too. Like there's like 36, 38 million people in Canada. And they said that there was like 30 million people that applied for tickets. I'm like, that's crazy. So uh, yeah, no, I think uh, we actually just, we go on YouTube, we just play like the live concert videos and they Aww. think it's, it's great. So <laughs> it's funny though, if you see um, a big uh, black, uh, you know, van driving down the street with two kids and Taylor Swift playing, it's probably me. So it's quite the scene <laughs> driving around uh, California. Well, your other brother too, Matt, I saw also just signed a deal with the Hershey Bears. Yep. Uh, how exciting is that for you to see? Yeah, it's good. I think uh, he was on the team last year and, you know, they wanted to bring him back and play in a bigger role. So for him as a as an older sibling, you just want to see him be happy and succeed. And he really loves the guys there. He loves the coaches and um, he fits in well to their kind of dynamic. And this year they expect him to take a bigger step and, you know, on the ice. And that's a that's all you can ask for for a player like him. I think he just wants to get some traction in his career and, uh, you know, try to just build a little bit of a resume for himself. So for me, I think, and also for him, like I work out and train with those guys every day. So to see him just have the contract taken care of early in the summer was a you know a lot of peace of mind for him, and just can train and know where he's going to play. And um, obviously, he's really close to my brother. I think he's only about an hour or two away. So mm-hmm. it's nice for them; they can see each other from time to time. So um, I think my mom likes that they're a little closer since we're so far out here. But uh, no, it's good. I'm happy for him and. Uh, yeah, the family dynamic is crazy. My parents are watching games 24-7, and it's uh, it's hockey, hockey, hockey. And listening to the stream, too, whenever you're And on. duck streaming, exactly. <laughs> that's right. Well, going into this season, the 30th anniversary season, did you get to see the jerseys? Yeah. The year? What do you think of Yeah, it was awesome. I think it was so cool. I, I mean, I grew up a, you know, a massive like fan of the Mighty Ducks movies and mm-hmm. um, you know all that stuff. So just to see like the history evolved and you know, how things have gone, like, for 30 years here or whatever and just the evolution and i think personally to go back to the kind of those colors is really cool i think that they uh really if you ask a lot of people to pick out a legendary ducks logo out of a line i think most people would probably pick those colors and um it's exciting too i think for fans i mean the one thing i was pretty surprised about meeting people this year just at like signings and stuff was there's so much different merchandise and jerseys and i could see how passionate people are about that so i think it's a good way to uh you know honor the past and uh, allow our fans to be excited about something new and i'm sure the team store was pretty excited to get some <laughs> get some more sales and, and uh you know fire off some new merchandise so it's exciting i think uh hopefully you know the fresh jersey is kind of like a fresh start for our team too and we can uh you know embrace this 30th year anniversary and like i said just kind of take those steps and, and get rolling well ryan strom thanks so much for joining us on Duckstream. it won't be your f- the the only time you're on Duckstream, I'm sure this year. Hopefully you're not. Kind of a star sometimes <laughs> in some of not, our yeah. shows from last I year. I enjoy but. doing it, so thank you very much. <laughs> thank you. 
Adam Henrique joins us now on Duckstream. Rico, welcome back to Orange County. How was your summer? It was good. Um, long. Um, so it's certainly nice to be back uh, out in California and trying to enjoy some of the, the summer weather we got left before we get started. <laughs> I know we caught up a little bit over the summer and you're in your backyard, beautiful out there, nice weather, but you just said it was pretty humid too and hot. Yeah, it's always humid <laughs> in, in uh, back home. So it's always nice coming out here and get rid of that humidity, but which we have had a little bit here recently, but um, it, uh, you know what, it was, it was a beautiful summer overall weather wise. And, and, uh, we're certainly happy to be back. How was it with the little one all summer? Busy. <laughs> it was busy. It was, uh, it was busy, a lot on the go, but it was, it was, that was made the summer a lot of fun, uh, seeing her grow up, uh, the last few months and we'd be off to swim class and gym class and, and music class seem seemingly every day, but it was fun to really be a part of that and, and to be a dad for the summer and, and, uh, see her grow and, and develop and, and come a long way in, in such a short period of time. So th I enjoyed that a lot. Did you have a favorite class to take her to? I mean, you mentioned swim and yeah, all these other ones. Gym, uh, gym, uh, gym class was pretty fun. Um, and she enjoyed that a lot and was pretty adventurous on a lot of the, uh, apparatuses. So that kind of kept us on our toes and, and get a little nervous <laughs> once in a while. And then, I was the one that got thrown in the pool too for swim class. So that was, it, it took me a little while to learn, um, the cues and what I needed to do t to show her as well. So that was, um, quite the learning experience, but again, something just new and something fun to be a part of with her and, and spend that time with her and you just get to play and enjoy it too. So it was good. Having the summer to, you know, just spend that extra time with her when you're so busy during the season. How special, I mean, overall was that for you? Uh, really special. Um, you know, we, we, when we're in season, we're gone a lot or if we're home, we're playing or, or busy or gone. So just, uh, just try to kind of remind yourself of that when we're away from hockey to it's important to have that family time. And, uh, especially with her being so young and, and, you know, developing in our first year, really. So it was just neat to be a part of and, and to, to, to try and teach her little things and activities and then to see her learn and grow and actually do those things is pretty special. One of the things that I know you had recently was the Henrik and Montour golf classic. And I saw the picture you were holding her in it. Yeah. And, uh, how was the tournament? It was really good. It was good. And, uh, and Monty had a little guy as well. Mm -hmm. Uh, he's a, well, it was a few months old at that time. So that was pretty special, something new for both of us. And at the tournament, um, to, to have them there made it more special, but the tournament was a success again. Uh, we ended up raising $150,000 this year for uh, different areas back home um, in Burford and out on the reserve where Monty's from. So um, it uh, it was a great success. I think a lot of people had a lot of fun times and uh, and a lot of guys came out and, and supported, which meant a lot to us. Who were some of those guys that were able to make it? Uh, Joe Thornton, Jerry McCann, um, <clears throat> Ben Sherratt, uh, Sam Bennett, uh, Bruce Boudreaux made it out for us too. <laughs> Kevin Bieksa made it, made it out too. So, and there's a few other guys too that I'm, I'm forgetting, but um, anytime you get guys that come out and support your own kind of local event is pretty special and means a lot to us. And, and I think too, that the people come out and the sponsors and that get to see these guys um, out there at the tournament and, and, you know, maybe get to mingle and ask questions a little bit. So I think that helped, uh, helped the day out tremendously and, and, you know, something that we look forward to every year. Was there a winner for the tournament? 
There was, yeah, there was, and it, it wasn't any of my group. That's for sure. Man. It, it, uh, it was a good day. Everything went well. Everyone went smooth. We raised a lot of money for for a lot of good causes around um, home, which is you know really the 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 main uh, goal of the entire tournament, just to give back to whether it be kids or schools or, or different areas. It's just it's pretty special to be able to give back to a lot of people too that you know helped us out growing up or were a part of our lives or our careers, I guess, even when we mm-hmm. were really young. So it's, uh, it's, it's always special to go home and see everybody and see a lot of familiar faces. With those familiar faces, just being able to see your family too all summer and have them be there with your daughter. How was, how did that go? Yeah, it, <laughs> that was, uh, that was cool too. Um, you know, Nona and, and grandpa, I get to spend a lot of time with her. Um, and and they just loved it. Like it, every day was was uh, special, and everybody enjoyed. It and everybody kind of took their turns when when they had to be <laughs> give everybody a break too. And and uh, to see her on the farm with my parents uh, and my brother's kids too, uh, that was pretty special. How much they loved just being there and playing with her and, and teaching her, and to see them interact and uh, <clears throat> grow up together. It kind of reminds you when we were little, and we have a, a lot of a big family and a lot of cousins and just all the memories that we had growing up too with, with a lot of uh, family members around is always special. So that's something that we <clears throat> try to do as much as we can. Outside of that family time, how did your training go? Really good. It, it was good. It was a long summer. So we've got to do a lot of training, uh, finishing off, you know, I was, I was glad to make it back last year for the last handful of games uh, coming off the knee injury, which was important for me going into the off season and then to get again the downtime right after um was good too so i was able to you know obviously get back to 100 percent health and and really make sure that i was good to go for this season and um so that extra time certainly certainly helped and then um just to be able to kind of push through the summer uh you know getting excited for this year and kind of puts a little bit of extra motivation on things. I think for a lot of guys coming in here, new coaching, new staff a bit, um, all those sorts of things kind of, kind of plays into the off season. Everybody wants mm-hmm. to come in and obviously have a good first impression with, with new faces and, and that sort of thing. So that's kind of where I try to use for my own motivation to push, you know, through the, the harder times in the summer or when it kind of gets into the dog days of summer. So it uh, was a good summer, long, um, but nice to be back and kind of getting into the swing of things here before camp. You know, it's interesting you mentioned that because I feel like with the guys I've chatted with so far, a lot of them have said, oh, I'm feeling really good. This is one of the best, you know, off seasons I've had. And it must come from a little bit of that motivation the way last year ended. Yeah, I think just last year and, and uh, as a whole really <clears throat> was hard um, on the guys, I think hard on the players and and uh, hard on everybody really. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I think everybody goes into the off season, obviously wanting to be better. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, whether that's for personal, uh, goals or, you know, and obviously with the team as well, I think there's a, such a good young core group of players here, but there's still a veteran presence of guys here that too, you know, want to be involved with this thing and turn it around and, and get it in the right direction. And I think we are headed there and I think everybody's excited for that. And and that does help with the extra motivation through the summertime. How have your conversations been with new head coach, Greg Cronin? Good. Um, you know, we had a chat over the summer, um, 
when he was kind of making his rounds. Um, so we had a good chat on the phone. I think he's done that with a lot of the guys. And I mm-hmm. think that's important, uh, you know, not only for him, but, but for the players as well, just to kind of get some familiarity with each other before coming into camp where it's just, you know, blank faces and, and meeting for the first time. So, you know, there's already that. And then obviously there's a lot of preparation on, <clears throat> on his end for the season and the staff and, and GM and what, what they want to do as far as systems and all those sorts of things that are kind of, you know, out of our control. So for us, it's just a matter of being ready to go uh, on day one. Um, and then, you know, you going through training camp every year, there's always things that have to sort themselves out and line combination, that sort of thing where everybody's going to play, how mm-hmm. we're going to do things and go about it. But that's just a matter of getting everybody on the same page early on, you know, video and, and trying to learn and get the team where it needs to be for the season. And you talk about, you know, when you get to training camp, all those line combinations and whatnot, and all these new younger faces that are around Leo Carlson, uh, Nathan Gaucher, even guys that have that were drafted, but are, you know, making their way towards the professional level. What is it like in your stance as a more veteran player, just seeing those younger guys coming in and trying to fit in as a core group now? Yeah, well, it's, I mean, it's exciting time for all young guys coming into camp. Um, you know, whether or not they'll end up here or mm-hmm. go back to junior or, or wherever they end up at, coming into an NHL training camp is uh, pretty special. Whether it's guys that got drafted this year or have been here for like one or two camps, uh, we'll see where the opportunities are in the lineup. Um, and then those guys, you know, they, they push the rest of the lineup up, really. And, and everybody, you know, at the end of the day, everybody uh, is coming for your job really mm-hmm. um but uh you know that promotes competition within which is good um and i think creates that drive for everybody to be better um and then you got to go through training camp i think and games and systems and all of that to to fine tune the entire lineup and how it will shake out and with young guys like you know leo's 18 uh so a lot of people are wondering if he's going to end up here or sweet mm-hmm. like you know there's a lot of those little questions that come into play um on the back end where we're going to be we got you know a tremendous young defensemen uh coming in that will will push for jobs too and again up front too so um there's always uh, but i think that's an exciting thing for fans for the team mm-hmm. um and it's just going to make the team better it's going to make the team more dynamic and, and deeper too which i think we need Another exciting thing for fans this year is the 30th anniversary, and I'm I'm sure you've seen the jersey. Yeah. But uh, what do you think about that? And going into the season, what uh, are you looking forward? I to? I think they're great, um, <laughs> and and uh, and I think they always look better when they're on too. When we have the entire uh, gear package with the pants and the helmets and the gloves and mm-hmm. everything, and that's you know they do it the right way. Um, and I think we've the last few years we've always had some cool uh, third jerseys, I guess if you will, with the orange and then the purple the year before. Uh, kind of bringing back the old logo and now going back to the uh, <clears throat> to the the duck on the on the front. They're they're uh, they're cool jerseys, so we're excited to wear those a bunch. And um, and again, those are kind of just little fun things throughout the season that you get to be a part of. Mm-hmm. Rico, thanks for joining us on Duck Stream. Enjoy the time that you have with your daughter yeah. now before the craziness of the season starts. Yeah, thank you very much. This is an Anaheim Ducks original production on Duck Stream.